now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Why is it doing that? Why is it doing what? DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. <clears throat> I had, you know, everything set up to go and record and everything was going to look good. And then all of a sudden, like the volume recording, the volume recording just keeps sneaking up. And all of the background noise, which is normally not noticeable, looked at least on the thing to be much bigger. But I, I think it's taken care of. I don't know. It was the first day of school, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I barely know which way is up. Oh, was today the first day? Yes. Today was the first day for students. I don't know why. Well, it's not my choice what today is, but the choice to go into a building in which I'm going to talk for more than I've talked in the last three months and then come home and podcast. I'm, I'm a little tender, a little tender. Hopefully I don't sound like this by the end, but... So, I mean, how was it? Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Um, was it everything that you'd hoped? It was a decent first day. I was pretty happy with it. So, yeah, I got no complaints. So, how about you? Your first week, students are back. Sucks. Okay, then. Why is yeah, that? You know. Any particular reason? Is it just the, the students themselves? Is it just the fact that they're there and cr- in, infringing on your lifestyle? What is it? What is it? It's, it's just been a hectic week. There's a lot going on. I haven't really sat down very much, being pulled in a thousand different directions. You know, it's just busy. Very busy. Sure. All of a sudden things start and that's when you realize, you know, the wheels fell off these four things, but I couldn't know that until we started moving. Yeah, sure. What's the longest your hair's ever been? Um, shoulder length. Okay. Your hair is longer than I usually see it right now. (laughs) And so, like, I find myself, maybe it's because your background's blurred, but I find myself just kind of staring at it like, wow. It is sort of odd that you say that because while I wouldn't say your hair looks longer, I was going to say, did you get a haircut? Like, it's something about the blurred background that puts emphasis upon the hairy bits, I think. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to show each other our hairy bits? (laughs) Well, I'm already seeing your hairy bits. Okay. And it looks trimmed up. Uh, no, I've been combing it differently. Maybe that's it. But could be. Right. My my problem is I never remember when my next haircut is. I always get the card, which then I then proceed to put someplace so that I can't find it again. So I'm always surprised when they call and they're like, "Hey, your appointment's in two days. Hope you can make it." And I'm like, "Why did I schedule that?" So, anyways, I uh, I don't really know how much wrestling I want to talk. Is that weird? No, that's fine. I didn't I didn't watch any, so Neither did yeah. I. I haven't watched a single thing. I haven't watched NXT. UK two oh five. I know all out is happening this weekend. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing that they're charging money for or I would assume so. 
Or is that a free thing? Like the last thing on the Bleacher Report Network or whatever it's see. called? Let me look that up. Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, Honestly, I've got no idea what's going on with this. I'm going to assume it's $60, but I I don't know. It could be anything. I'd like it to be free. I'd like most things to be free. Wouldn't it be cool if you could go down to the local foodery and just be like, I want a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger with fries. And not only do I want fries, I want you to drown those fries in cheese sauce. And I'm not going to pay you for them because it's free. That would be ideal, wouldn't it, ODC Matthews? So you're a socialist or a communist or one of the two? Whatever gets me free cheese fries. <laughs> that's my political affiliation. All right. Let me see here. Um, start times. Where to watch. So it's Saturday. You can do it through Bleacher Report Live for $50. Pass. Um, everyone else, you can watch it. If you lived in the UK or in Australia... Uh, you could watch it for $20. I mean, at that point, there'd be a chance I'd invite some people over and maybe do it. But, you know, we've been down this conversation path before, I suppose. Yeah. Um, anything happening at All Out? I mean, might as well get off the cost aspect because that hasn't changed. Um, anything going on at the show that looks particularly exciting or must-see television, I guess? Well, let's see. We've got um, Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho, the winner of that. In my head, Hangman Page is like a blonde undertaker. I don't know why. I don't think I've ever seen this man. Um, Is that accurate at all? No. Lame. Um, If you had to describe Hangman Page using... Cultural touchstones. I got one that I might recognize. Um, did you ever watch the show Arrow? No. Are you familiar with the guy who plays the Green Arrow in that show? He was on. If he he told wrestled. me his name. Maybe Stephen Amell. He was on like a SummerSlam a few years ago. Teaming with Neville, I think. Who is the guy who teamed with Cody Rhodes? Dustin Rhodes? No. Was that... That was Steve Amell, wasn't it? Yeah. No? Was that? I thought he was I think facing... I know who it is. No, he's re- he wrestled against Stardust. Stardust that was the villain. Be. All right. Yeah. He looks very much like that guy with longer hair. He's about the same size as Chris Jericho. Okay. So... And, and who's he facing, did you say? Chris Jericho. Oh, winner is, is that the f- for something? The winner is the first AEW world champion. And who are you rooting for, ODC Matthews? I don't care that much, but I would like the it to young be. upstart. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to okay. build, you don't want to say this 50 year old guy is the best we got. This young stud is our guy. That would be. I could see making an argument that you want this 50-year-old guy to be the best that you've got. Sure. But I don't subscribe to that argument. Like, I understand how it exists, but I don't care for that. Uh, Let's see. What else? Prepare for disappointment. It was going to be John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. 
but John Moxley got a staff infection or had some sort of elbow injury, so he's out and Neville is in. So it's Kenny Omega versus Pac. Now, in fairness, it's MRSA that he has. That's an oh. antibiotic-resistant staph infection, so potentially a serious thing. So let's cut him some slack, huh? Oh, I don't, I'm glad he's hey. not pushing hey. through. Cut him some slack, I said. Okay. Don't come down so hard on him. The slack has been cut. Okay. All right. Uh, let's what about see. the cheese? Have you cut the cheese recently? I'm not cutting any cheese. No, okay. Um. Let's see. Brie? I don't like Brie. Me neither. It's too wet. Yeah. I'm not a fan of any blue cheese, really. I'm sure you disagree at that point, but... I like blue cheese. No. As a sauce that I can dip hot wings in. Yeah. But I don't like blue cheese crumbles that have, like, actual, like... Mold. You know, penicillin growing through it. Yeah. No, maybe that's my problem, because I am allergic to penicillin. So maybe that's... <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, why I don't like blue, blue cheese. cheese. Um, I'm not going to read all of these because there's a team. Yeah, I don't know some of these people. Um, the Lucha Brothers, which is Pentagon and Phoenix. Ooh, I like them. Are taking on the Young Bucks. Oh, yes. I know them better as Generation Me. Yes. Uh, you know, that was the high point of their careers. Yes, of uh, But yes, I, I am familiar with Generation Me. It occurs yeah. to me as I'm slowly, slowly, slowly uh, watching TNA from its beginning that I'm going to have to watch the Generation Me era. Enjoy. You stuck your thumb up and it became blurry. <laughs> All right. Um, Cody Rhodes is taking on Sean Spears. Every once in a while, the very top of your head, uh, that hair, the hairy bits outside, every once in a while, they blur. And I suddenly get like a vision of you if you were to just shave the entire um, dome. And I'm telling you, I, I think you could manage it. Maybe. Maybe someday. I've been told I'll have to sleep on the couch for a while if I do that. You look like a Ticonderoga number two pencil. <laughs> Thank you. Very sharp. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Cody Rhodes is taking on Sean Spears. Cody Rhodes is taking on Tyler Breeze. Got it. No. No? Ty Dillinger. But you knew that. I did. Um, we are going to see a Cracker Barrel Clash. That sounds racist. Uh, Darby All-In versus... Ageist? I guess it's more ageist, right? Because Cracker Barrel is where old people go to eat. Eh? The best part of this is I don't know what it is. It says Cracker Barrel Clash, and there's a link, and it takes me to a list of professional wrestling matches, but none of them say Cracker Barrel Challenge. Hmm. So I don't particularly know what that's going to be. Um, but let's see. That's pretty much, you know, there's going to be Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy will be wrestling against um, SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels and Kazarian's team. So you might enjoy that. Who are they facing? Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Are you familiar with them? Not so much Jungle Boy, although I think I saw him do something. In Jungle the Boy, the, as it the turns gimmick out, Battle Royal. Jungle Boy, as it turns out, is Luke Perry's son from 90210. He's his son from 90210, or he 
is the son of Luke Perry, and Luke Perry is an actor whom I would best know from 90210. Correct. That last one. Okay. For um, a minute, I was like, so this guy was somebody's son on a show, and now no, he's a no, wrestler. No, actual son. Uh, ah. So <clears throat> they are taking on Christopher Daniels and Chris Arian's team. Which, again, you like Christopher Daniels. You like Luchasaurus. I like Kazarian. See? So I mean, it, I liked Kazarian 15 years ago. Yeah. I presume I still like him. There will also be a women's battle royal. The winner will receive a match for the women's world title on the first TNT show. And who are we royaling all together here in this battle? Well, let's see. You could royal Brandy Rhodes. Is she a wrestler? Apparently. Okay. Um, you could roll Ivelisse from Lucha Underground. She's a wrestler. Or Awesome Kong. That would be who I would be cheering for. You mean Welfare Queen? Okay. Sorry, I just I just finished Glow Season 3. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Or Jazz, if you remember her from WWE. Yes. Yes, I do. Is she's in this, really? Apparently. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Cool. It doesn't look like a bad show. Not worth $50, but. Right. But again, we've been over that. I mean, and I, you know, I've argued with you against it before, but I mean, ultimately, you're right. In the age of the $10 a month network, it's it's a very hard, bitter pill to swallow. Well, and especially since if you want to save your money and you already pay for the WWE network. There's an NXT UK, UK takeover on the same night. Oh, man. For a second, I thought you were going to say there was an NXT ukulele like playoff oh, on man. the same night. Like we're going to have Tiny Tim. <laughs> so, yeah. So you could watch NXT UK takeover Cardiff and, you know, watch that for the nine ninety nine. Many of you already pay. Yeah, I'd be more inclined to watch AEW. But not for the price. But you could watch Walter versus Tyler Bate. I feel like I've seen that before. You could watch Tony. Tyler Bate is not the guy that I was thinking he was. Now we remember who he is. Who is the guy that was the UK champion for a long time? Pete Dunne. I honestly could not remember his name. Okay. Yep, that was who I was thinking of. But yeah, and that is not Tyler Bate. So NXT TakeOver looks good as well. Either way, no matter which one you choose to watch or those of you who are going to watch both, it's a good weekend for a wrestling fan. Is this Saturday, you said? Yeah, Saturday night, the 31st. All right. Well, that sounds like a good time. I hope whoever is planning on shelling out their hard-earned cash, I hope that they have a lot to love and that this show is everything you could hope for and more. Exactly. That's... It's kind of how I feel as well. Yeah. Um, I'm really than, looking forward to that uh, TNT show. I think that'll be uh, that should be a good time. I hope. Yeah, October second. One hour, two hours. Have they said? I want to say two hours, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I admit I, I tend not to pay huge attention to AEW news, but I, I wish them nothing but the best. Competition is always good. There's a lot of talent there both behind the scenes and in front of the camera. It should be a great show. Okay. Uh, But yeah, you know, I I haven't been watching, like I said, um, you know, starting work has kind of taken 
a fair amount out of me, and I've got other things. I'll mention one of them in my piece of positivity. Um, how are how are you feeling a week ish into Sound Scary? I believe episode five oh. dropped yesterday. This week, yeah, they they launch on Wednesdays. Okay, so. Wednesday mornings. Um, you know, feeling okay about it. I'm happy, relatively speaking. I, I wish that um. You know, I wish that some besties could be bothered to leave us some reviews on on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. But um, well, let's you know. let's go through the explain to everyone. I think you did this before for our show, but since mm. it's been a while, explain to everyone why it is so important to leave a review. Um, especially during the launch window, the more traffic that a feed receives, the more likely that it is to be placed prominently either on new and noteworthy lists within iTunes or to come up earlier in search results. Um, So you are helping us grow organically by going out of your way to leave us a rating or a review. So it would be greatly appreciated uh, if people were able to take the time to do so. I understand not everybody uses iTunes or Apple Podcasts, so it is what it is. But I think, you know... um, if you have the means to do so, I'm not sure if you can do it through their website. Something tells me you probably can, but either way, I appreciate those of you who have. All one of you. I am uh, two episodes in. DC. Would you like me to leave a review? If it's a good one. It seems kind of, <laughs> it seems kind of biased. Am I, do I have to do full disclosure and be like... I've known one of you since I was probably 15, 16, and the other one since I was 18. I mean, I think it would be preferable if you um, were as dishonest as possible. Okay. Uh, But yeah, I'm two episodes in. I enjoy it. I have some questions. I don't know that you want me to ask them now. You You can feel free. Full transparency. I won't say I've got answers for you. um, The biggest question to me is how did you get emails before the show even like launched you already were getting emails to your email address yes yes the um emails from the crypt segment um there's a secret sauce there that i'm just gonna have to uh leave you wondering about okay because that you know they were good questions and relevant too which i thought was great but highly um, topical highly (laughs) highly topical um, but yes, I think I mentioned it to you uh, in a text and GQ, hopefully you're listening. Um, my biggest thing is the the radio plays need a wider diversity of voices. And uh, I'd like to humbly recommend myself as a voice talent. Like I don't need to be part of the creative process. I will read whatever script you'd like. I can come do it there. I can record it from here. I can play, you know, like a Reginald Vell Johnson sort of police officer. (laughs) You know, I I don't know. I think we've already started thinking a little bit to um, to season two of the show. And I think at least the idea right now is that the future seasons, one, they'd have a different theme in terms of the movies that we're covering and two, um, it would be, a, I believe, a new original radio production as well. So we've already started thinking a little bit about what that might look like in okay. the future. And I do think that, you know, 
we're 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 figuring it out this time, and sure. I think the next one's going to be bigger uh, in some ways. I'm just saying, you have 188 episodes of proof that I am a master of dialects. If we need a leprechaun in the show, <laughs> we will give patio furniture a call. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I, I actual serious question. Are you going to cover it? Because they're releasing it too relatively soon. And so I actually wondered when I saw like a poster for it, I wondered if that was going to be part of season one. So that way it would kind of tie in with the release of the sequel. At the moment, we do not have plans to cover it as one of the regular episodes of this season. Um, that said... <sighs> I don't know if this will come to fruition or not, but we have talked about doing some special episodes on contemporary movies. So it might not be a full episode of Sound Scary, according to the format that we are establishing in, in these episodes. But it might be, you know, we go out, we see the movie in the theaters and we do a quick sort of round robin of our thoughts on the film. Okay. Um, we've That's already talked about doing it with recent release, uh, Ready or Not. Uh, it's supposed to be very popular. Well, it's supposed to be very good, and I'm seeing it be very popular in various circles online. I think the trailer looks phenomenal. It looks right up my alley. You know, a little bit of comedy, a lot of bit of horror. Is that the one about the woman who gets married and then is being hunted yeah. by her in-laws? It looks... The, the weirdest, trailer looks good. The weirdest thing about that is it was my wife who brought that to my attention. And I think, like, I think she meant it for your show. She was like, have you seen the trailer for this? And I'm like, is this a movie you want to see? And she's like, God, no. And I'm like, it's not even a movie I would want to see. And she's like, I know. But I thought, you know, GQ and Doc might enjoy it. And I was like, oh. Uh, it's getting good reviews. I want to see it. Um, GQ said he'd look into if there would maybe a time when we could both go together mm-hmm. to go see it. Uh, but honestly, this weekend, I think I'm going to go see it myself one way or the other. Um, and I, if we can get a special episode Gauntlet out of it. laid down, GQ. I want to get to, you know, I do, like, I've only released two episodes, but I would like to do question marks with you both. And if I have to do it together <laughs> as, like, a cross-brand sort of thing, that's what I will do. I mean, you probably could do it separately, um, although GQ will need to get a microphone. Now, that's what I'm thinking. We'll just all come to Manson Manor and, like, I'll do a... <laughs> I'll do a I'll do an interview with GQ and you just have to quietly like sit in the background or play with the dog or you could chime in. No. I think it would be funnier if we just did it like the three of us. Could talk mm-hmm. about all when when it how long it took before you two consummated your love. Uh that was pretty quick. Uh hopefully Drake Maverick who I believe is currently the new 24/7 champion has had a chance to consummate his marriage. Okay, that's been the story. I have no idea what you're talking. That's about. been the storyline has been that Drake Maverick, who was champion on his wedding day and then lost it, will not consummate the marriage until he is champion again. And so every time he wins the belt, he loses it before he gets the chance to do whatever consummate means. And so now he's won it. It's been a few days. Hopefully the consummation has happened. For his sake. Yeah. And, and hers. And his? Spread the love. I made an assumption there. I don't actually know. No, it's hers. Oh, okay. All right. Good. 
So what else is going on? Emails? Oh, yeah. We do have a bunch. I tried some reverse psychology. This morning we had zero. And so I, I told... have confirmation from the Find Your Happy chat that reverse psychology works. Yeah. And so I had we had zero emails. So I said, don't send us any. We don't want any this episode. And now we have seven, including a first timer. Oh, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, podcast at DDTWrestling.com. These are not going to be as topical, I think, as the ones from Sound Scary because, he, you know, Doc hinted that maybe season one is already in the bag. Maybe they've recorded no, some of their. Ep- no, no. Season one's not in the bag yet. Oh, OK. You just have it. Plot- you have it plotted out what season one is going to be. Um, we definitely have it plotted out and we might have like 18 episodes in the bag so far, but okay. the season one is not yet. Complete. Cause I have really considered emailing and I was like, I wonder how long it would take before my email got read. Um, if we, I, I just checked, um, yesterday to see if, uh, you know, emails were coming in from any new listeners. Um, and as of yet, there are none, but that is certainly another possibility for a special episode. Well, let's let's give what is the email address for Sound Scary? If if I wanted to email Sound Scary, it would be email at soundscarypodcast.com. All right. So, besties, I'm challenging one of you, any one of you. It's probably going to be Glenn, but anybody else. <laughs> Send him an email, use a pseudonym if you want. Ask a, you know, silly horror question. Or don't. Is is the guy from Scream right? Is Showgirls technically a horror movie? No. Okay. It is not. All right. Our Showgirls first email. is actually a good movie. I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's good in that it's so bad, it's good way. Except... And obviously, yes, usually those are horror movies that you will hear described that way or or B movies of some sort. So this has none of that. But I think it still falls into that so bad it's good category. I do hope there is a spinoff podcast from this with those so bad it's good because then I could get into it because mm-hmm. that is one of the problems. I will say one of the issues I have with the podcast and it is my own fault. I haven't seen the movies. Yep. So and I'm listening never to never will. So I'm listening to you two talk about Halloween and Michael Myers and all of that. And I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. I don't know if they're lying. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if you listen to the show using Apple podcasts or some other. App. I do. When you have the episode open, if you scroll down, you might notice that there are chapter markers for Sound Scary. So if. You don't want to hear about the movie analysis for the week because you've never seen the movie. Uh, you can skip to any of the segments uh, according to their start time. You could skip right to Two Good Scares. You can skip right to In the Night if you wanted to. I enjoy, the exists. I enjoy the trivia, mainly because I enjoy you trying to psychoanalyze GQ into figuring out what the answers are. Uh-huh. Uh, he, re- uh, he gets better. I very much enjoy Two Good Scares. So, yeah, that's a good show, even for someone who's never watched a horror movie. All right. Great. Um, Leave us a review. Our good buddy, Glenn, (laughs) titled It Didn't Work. Evening, gentlemen. Just a quick email in response to DC's tweet not to send in an email. 
I've never been able to do as I'm told, so here it is. On a wrestling note, I'm still championing, 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 I'm still championing Impact Wrestling and urge as many people as possible to watch what has become a very good show. Thanks as ever, Glenn. Glad to hear it, Glenn. I did debate because I do, I can watch new episodes. Did you master debate? I've been trying for a while, but not yet. Mm. Mm. Maybe if you went to a Toastmasters, it'd give you the edge. Um, but yeah, I, I've been de- tempted to watch a recent episode. My problem is, again, I'm not going to know who the characters are. I'm not going to know what the stories is. So I almost need to find the point where it got good and start from there. Good luck. Yeah. All right. Our next one comes from Che. No hey, subject. guys. Hope you're both keeping well, even though the summer holidays are coming to a close. Rolling off the momentum. <coughs> Excuse me. Of the Sound Scary podcast, is there anything that gives you guys the heebie-jeebies? Are there any phobias you suffer from? Let's yes. stop there. Yes. Um, what do you define as the heebie-jeebies? I would say just that feeling in the back of your neck, making your skin crawl, the hairs rise up a little. So let me give you an example. I don't like the sound of tinfoil being pulled off a pudding cup. Is that the heebie-jeebies? I think so. That's my answer then. Hmm. Heebie-jeebies. I can't think of anything. I, I think you're immune to some of this stuff. I have, I'm sure I have plenty of phobias. My biggest one is heights. Um, I mean, I think I have a bit of a fear of heights as well. Although I, I won't say it's ever really stopped me from doing anything. I do think I get that sort of vertigo sensation if, if that's what you call sure. it I, I definitely have experienced I, that. i had a serious bout of a fear of heights in your presence oh long time ago you me and tall guy are walking a haunted hayride route and we're kind of ah. scoping things out <laughs> and there's like a zip <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I tell Go you on. this is these are my favorite moments of our podcast. And I know I that not most of it is about that moment in yes. a decade or longer. Yes. Oh. Um, so there's a zip line and I don't know why, but it, I think it was believed <laughs> that me as the largest of the 3 should test out the zip line <laughs> because if it held me, it would hold anybody. I don't think that was the logic. I don't know what it was, but either way, I find myself very calmly being like, all right, yeah, sure. It's only like five, maybe six feet in the air. Not a serious thing. So I climb up the little like tree ladder and I stand on the platform and I am paralyzed. I can't come back down. I can't. I finally eventually made it to go off the thing. And then, of course, it like dropped. And I thought I broke it as I like yeah. kind of swung. And I recall, pro- didn't you just kind of get stuck halfway? Or that something? was what I was just going to say. I don't remember <laughs> if this was an actual memory or not. But like about halfway, I kind of just stopped. And like my toes are touching the ground. So I just kind of <laughs> slid off awkwardly. I'm pretty sure that's an accurate memory. Yeah. 
That's yeah. how I'm remembering it. But but that's it. It's something like like I can go up in a tall building. Like I can go, you know, I've been to Montreal up in their Olympic Tower, no problem. Going up the elevators, no problem. Six feet in the air. If I feel like I'm going to fall and hurt myself, I am very close to urination. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I have anxieties, but um, that's a different. I kind wouldn't of really thing. call them phobias. That's a different email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Che goes on to say, wrestling wise. Oh, we just talked about this. Is there anything from All Out or NXT Takeover UK you are particularly looking forward to? Yes. Uh, NXT TakeOver UK, Joe Coffey versus Dave Mastiff in a last man standing match. Two giant bruiser type guys beating the heck out of each other for my entertainment. That is going to be for me the match I am most looking forward to this uh, this weekend. Cool. So Mitchell Monroe writes in with an email that says stuck. As I sit here perusing my mind for email topics i figure why not just email about whatever i'm doing right now i'm at work between calls i'm playing minecraft on my switch it was my goal with this new world to finally make it to the end but i've hit a snag i can't find another fortress in the nether no matter how far i look without that there's no blaze powder and without blaze powder i can't find the end portal now i'm not sure if you all speak minecraft but it brings me to my question was there ever a time where you were just so frustratingly stuck in a video game that you put the game down and switched to something else? If so, let's hear stories. I, I've played Minecraft quite a bit, and I'm still playing it mildly in my spare time. I have no desire to ever go to the nether or to the end. No, I like Minecraft just fine in... Pretty much the regular mode. Like, I understand there is a creative mode where sure. I could get rid of all threats, but that's kind of boring. But I, I will say there is something rather tranquil about the regular Minecraft experience. Yes, there are enemies, but that just adds a little bit of variety, a little bit of spice. Yeah. And, I mean, sort of to your point, I've gotten to the nether, I've gone to the end, but those environments just get to be so overwhelmingly hostile that i don't enjoy my time traversing through there and i just end up going back to you know the the overworld as you will and and just puttering around there in that's, a peaceful relaxing that's a, sort of way that's exactly it that's exactly it i'm like oh i'm gonna build a house right here or i'm gonna you know make a giant mine. I have everything I need, but I, I enjoy just the random, like, I'm going to do this kind of thing. So, um, but yes, I've gotten stuck in Minecraft. It's, it's the, I have all of my valuables with me cause I'm an idiot. And then I fall in lava. Oh yeah. And at that point, it's not so much that you're stuck, at least not for me, but just knowing that I've just lost all of my good gear. Yeah. It's just something in my mind breaks and I'm like, well, that's over now. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's it. It's more of like a rage quit sort of situation where you're just like, well, I guess I'm not playing this game anymore. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I've been stuck. Yeah, you know, honestly, though, I would I can't really think of any specific examples, but I very rarely finish video games. So to some degree, 
I, I guess this happens to me with pretty much every game that I play. I play it to a certain point and I just lose interest, whether yeah. it's because I'm stuck or I'm just tired of the gameplay loop. Honestly, sure. most games, like, it's yeah, it's nice to have JRPGs or other role-playing games that, you know, are 80 or 120 hours long or whatever. But honestly, a lot of times, you give me a nice, tight experience, it's like six hours, eight hours, or even less, honestly. Um, I'm more satisfied by that, you know? Um, I'd rather have a shorter game that is varied or maybe narrative focused than something that's just going on for forever. Don't get me wrong. I understand those role-playing games can have a lot of story. I mean, Skyrim is a favorite of yours and, you know, also of mine. But I do think that after putting a certain number, I've never finished Skyrim, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, At some point I get far enough in that I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm tired of this. And maybe six months or a year later, I say, oh, I'd like to go back and play that again. That's it. But at that point, I say to myself, ah, but I should really start from the beginning. I don't remember where this character was. I don't remember all the powers. Let's let's just start over. And then I get about to this, you know, the same place. Yeah, and I say I've had enough of this. My I've beaten the main quest line in Skyrim a couple of times, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm much, you know, and I, I come up with ideas like I want to go back into it, actually, and make like an un, an unarmed monk character i know you are a fan of that and do the whole like and do the whole like i will only kill if absolutely necessary i always start a character saying okay i'm going to play this way this time and inevitably six hours later i have an archer who is stealthing around stealing everything which to be fair is quite fun it is but but i just i cannot make myself play those games any other way if if you've never done this um, I recommend playing a run of Skyrim as a Khajiit unarmed because you've got the claws with me. But the the unarmed kill slow motion things, I don't know if you've seen them. You do German suplexes. You do like <laughs> judo throw. It's really fun. OK. There so, um, our new email comes from uh, Joseph Pollock. Uh, he likes to think of himself as a grammar troll. He actually hashtags it, and it's in the email as well. Um, why didn't anyone spot y'all a question? Seems mean if you ask your hashtag grammar troll. Have a great day. Well, thank you for emailing, Joe. Welcome to the, the besties. My question to you is, how much does grammar matter to you on social media? Zero. Okay. I mean, I always try to be grammatically correct if I can. But certainly the early days of social media, Twitter in particular, yeah, um, sort of made it a necessity to be as creative as possible with your language. And that often meant being as grammatically imprecise <laughs> as you could be while still conveying the intent of what you meant. So in some ways, I think social media certainly began to breed proper grammar out of myself and I think out of many others. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly just... You know, people you see it all the time. People want to use shorthands, abbreviations, emojis. I, I, t- I tend to stay away from a lot of that myself. In fact, I even tend to use punctuation still in my social media, especially now that, you know, Twitter has the yes. character limit. But um, yeah, I don't know. But overall, I feel like social media is not the place for proper grammar. Although, yeah, I mean, I'll admit 
you can only see something so many times before you're just sort of sitting there raging to yourself like yeah. the old man on his porch, the kids on his lawn. You yeah. Know? Uh, you know, I, I'm not wild about text speak. Like just type you. Don't type the letter you. Type Y-O-U. It's, and, you know, I remember with Twitter being 140 characters, I got rid of all definite and indefinite articles. Like I just was like, I just need to be a caveman. I'll get my message uh-huh. across better if I'm a caveman. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see a thing to it. But again, I'm all about find your happy. So if being a grammar troll makes Joe happy, then I got to support that. All right. Uh, our next email comes from Danielle. Just checking in to help make a baker's dozen. We got to eight. We got an eighth email while we've been doing this. Good afternoon, gentlemen. DC, have you listened to Sounds Scary yet? I think you might enjoy it, especially to hear your bestie Doc sound quite ecstatic about horror movies. I have. I think I had a... Hmm? I'm just saying. I have, obviously. We talked about it. I've listened to two out of five. I'm 40% caught up. I think I had a question to as this week to ask this week, but I forgot it. So here's a simple question for today. Any fun plans for Labor Day weekend? Any last chance grilling and cooking summer foods before summer wraps up until next week? Danielle. I've always found that weird. Like, Mm -hmm. I can cook summer foods well into September. Yeah, I mean, I will say I don't think that you tend to... um, Grill? I don't think you grill at all. Uh, we have a grill, but I would need to get rid of the cobwebs and potentially a mouse nest before I would turn it on. Yeah. So, I mean, when I hear like that thing about summer foods, that's what I tend to think of, that outdoor sort of barbecue experience. And again, though, honestly, the way the weather's been the last few years, you can keep doing it through October. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Having said that, I know, you know, the Labor Day weekend is the first weekend after school starts. So we are trying to, like, get ourselves organized, rest up. There's a fair that I think yeah. we've gone to. I think to. we're going to go. Yeah, we might go there. I think there's a country concert on Monday we might go check out. But I don't know. We'll see. Labor Day is not a huge holiday that uh, that we celebrate. But thank you for the email. Uh, Seahawk. Alien, Alien emoji. emoji. All right. I appreciate that he sends that. Greetings from this sunny is, Manchester. This is from Simon, by the way. Simon sent in this email. I saw the bat signal and heard you needed a word. The DDT community will assemble. We are good like that. Love for wrestling may come and like mine go, but you've built something very real and special. A group of people that genuinely feel like a gang, even when DC ignores them. Here are my thoughts. That is not part of the email. (laughs) Just throwing some shade. Since my last email, the cricket for England is only getting better. My favorite wrestler and future husband has begun his extended break away from wrestling, and I am yet to hear a knock on my door and his Irish accent. Damn his heterosexuality! I mean, everyone experiments, right? It's just a phase! Off I go. I'm not sure when I'm back and listening to the stack of DDT. I've already got ready. I'll enjoy hearing this read back. By then, I'll know if England wins the cricket series. I hope future Simon doesn't ruin the surprise for past Simon. Much love, current Simon. (laughs) 
Our, our besties are so clever. Um, do you would you do you binge shows? Like, can you listen to like two or three podcasts of the same one, the same podcast in a row? I absolutely could. Back back in the day, for sure. Um, I think my podcast. My podcast um, habits, I think, are changing recently. I, I just I've just recently noticed I've stopped enjoying shows that I've enjoyed for a long time. Hmm. Um, there's a few shows that I've probably been listening to for 10 years, maybe more, on a weekly basis. And I honestly realize, like, the last four episodes or so, I... Not doing it for you anymore? Honestly, the last episode, I turned it off, like, after, like, 10 minutes. I was just like, meh. Yeah, I, now, I have of, that. Part of the reason is it's a group of people, and... One person in particular, someone who's been there from the beginning, has gone on paternity leave. But this is the first time in 10 years that this person, I, I think, has not been part of the shows. And, you know, the first few weeks, you definitely could feel the dynamic was off. But, yeah, like, I don't think I'm going to even try listening to the show again until he's back. Which is weird because the rest of the gang is the same. But there's something about that personality missing that, yeah, at the very least, I'm not finding myself enjoying it. I will have phases where I'm like listening to a podcast and I'll be like, no. And and sometimes it's just the topic. And I'm just like, no, I'll ch- check in next week and then I listen next week. But I just got rid of one recently um, that I was just like. You was know. it called the Sound Scary Podcast? No, I enjoy that one. Uh, <laughs> it was Smodcast, honestly. Like, yeah, I enjoy. I fell out of love with Smodcast three or four years ago. Well, and you know, Scott Mosier went off to do his thing. Like, I enjoy when they're back, but I was just going through, and if it wasn't Scott Mosier, I was like, I'm not going to listen. I have other Kevin Smith podcasts I can listen to. So. Honestly, the only Smodcast show I listen to is not even part of the Smodcast network anymore. Tell I still like Dave. listening to Tell Him Steve Dave, but that's the one that's... I figured you were talking about. Uh, actually, not. No, that one. Um, that one's been still been good. Um, I was talking about the Giant Bombcast. Okay. Video Fair game enough. site. Yeah. Um, and even the Giant Beastcast. Again, um, it's their East Coast crew that started up a few years ago. I don't know. I mean, it was the same situation where, like, one guy just had some time off, and I, yeah, it's just something about the balance of the typical personalities and having several weeks in a row where they were bringing in like guest speakers. It just sure. Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't working for me. We change. Our tastes evolve. We'll find new things. Um, the last email, though, I wouldn't be surprised if we get one from the fish man before we're done. But the last email for now comes from Brandon Banks, and it's titled, Fine, I Won't. I won't send an email this week because, DC, you told us not to. Thank you. So I'm not going to. Your show will be a void of an email from myself and from all of your besties. I won't ask for you to bring back the list. Also, I won't be listening and won't be listening for the secret word or be listening for where the title of the show comes from. I also won't roll my eyes at Doc's smarmy attitude towards wrestling this week. (laughs) I resemble that comment. (laughs) 
I then won't laugh at something Doc says and forgive him for his disinterest in wrestling whatsoever. You brought this on, DC. I won't end the email I'm not sending with the words, I love you guys and the show. Don't keep up the work. Didn't send from my iPhone. I'm telling you, we have very clever listeners. Brandon, you're my hero. Although I'd like to point out that he's talking about the show, but then just mentions all the stuff you do. Like, I understand. I am the entertainment on this show. But I will say, I've always thought about us like the Ghostbusters, which I know is strange because there's only two of us. Um, I, I am more the game show host, I, you know, and of course I would think of myself as Peter Venkman. Sure. Um, but you, you are the heart of the Ghostbusters. You are Dan Aykroyd. You are Rain Stance. Oh, why, thank like, you. You are. You, I, that's how I, you are the heart of this show. I well, think. that means a lot. I appreciate that. I will gladly be your Dan Aykroyd anytime. Or would you rather be Ernie Hudson? I mean, that's, that's what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to be like, I'm obviously the Peter Venkman and Dan Aykroyd's character. And I'm also Egon. You, you're, I feel like when you're GQ Slimer, is around, you're Slimer and Ernie Hudson. <laughs> when GQ comes around, I feel like I become Egon, but it is what it is. I've been impressed. I'll give GQ props. I've been impressed with how much knowledge he brought to the show. I really thought it was going to be like you oh, doing no. the schooling he's, he, and him just kind of chiming he, in. He's a big fan. He's a big genre fan. He, to, in, his, in, uh, in his own right, he is very knowledgeable. Yeah. And my so. favorite part of the whole show is knowing that someday Mrs. GQ is going to find those toys. And that day... <laughs> I know it's going to I that will be my piece of positivity for Listen, like a month afterwards. We I, not to give spoilers here, but the horror toy review is a weekly segment and every week he keeps bringing toys. Oh. We were in we were in high school and college and we would go out and we would be out and doing things. And he'd be like, wait, I got one more place to run to. And we'd go to Toys R Us and he'd be looking at the toys and talking about them. And I'd be standing there like, what in the hell am I doing here? And then because, uh, and then, and, again, I want to talk to him about this on question marks because I want to be like, what is the point of a toy? If you don't take it out of the box and I, I understand mean, the answer, I know what the answer is. I know what he's going to yeah. say, but I just want to like, I want to just wanna hear get, it from him. I want to get yeah. him riled up. And then I want to be like, you do everything I say, or I am sending your wife this audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I will say like, he's got a lot of very nice pieces at this he point. He's been collecting long enough. Some of them are, are fairly rare. Some of them, you know, are resold for a decent amount of money. Um, so it's um, hey, everybody probably knows a collector, and that that is well, and, that's, and then there's part of it. I'm like, all right, look, if you're gonna save these, and in 25 years you're gonna pad your retirement by starting to sell off some of your pieces and hoping they like you know the value goes up. I'm like, great, but I think he's just gonna have this little secret room with a series of padlocks and like retinal scans that you have to go in and he just like sits in this big chair and looks at his toys. That sounds all right to me. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> to each yeah. to each what is your piece of positivity? Oh God. Um, I don't really, um, 
it, it's a bit of a cop out. Um, this is going to sound like it up front, but sounds scary. I think sounds scary is definitely again my piece of positivity. That's it, fine. It's sort of the driving force right now. That's uh, great. In my thread in my life. Not to say this show isn't still near and dear to my heart. No, I, I, you know, again, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? This show is the thing. This is the this is the comfortable pair of clothes. You don't got to do a lot of work to get it's you true. just, you know, wear the wear the nice sweatpants. I hope the listeners feel this way, too. Every Friday morning, you put on your nice sweatpants and they're very comfortable. And for an hour or so, you can lounge in your sweatpants and not worry about the rest of the world. And, you know, sound scary is more like you got to put that together. There's a lot of pieces that go with it. And I know that GQ does some of the work, but I'm listening to it and I, I'm like, yeah, he the, does, the, I'm listening to it. He going, does the work. I'm just going to I'm just going to go out of my way. I mean, I do creepy piece theater, but that yeah. man does I'm listening, everything. Else. I'm listening to it and I'm like, I can detect and I have a bad ear for this, but I can even detect there's like 30 separate pieces of audio. Like all the segments must be just kind of spliced together and you've got to insert the, uh, the, the intro and you've got to pay the singer. Cause there's a part where somebody sing, Oh, the toy song. I don't know who you got to sing that, but if they've got the voice of a golden God, Miss, Mrs. Manson tells me she nearly peed herself when she listened to the first episode. It's and she did funny. listen to the episode with all the rest of you. We I did not give her a sneak peek. I Mrs. Matthews listened to five or ten minutes in the car and she was like, they're doing a really good job. And I was like, they are. And she's like, does your show sound like this? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not in terms of like the you know, we don't have segments, yeah. we don't have those pieces, but No, no. Although we could make and, a piece of positivity jingle if we needed to. We totally could. Well, I mean, I couldn't. I, I'm no good with music, but GQ could do it for us. Um, my piece of positivity, you know, one of the reasons I haven't been watching um, wrestling is I'm back onto the Marvel Digital Unlimited, and I've oh, just okay. gotten into the Avengers versus X-Men comic run from, I think it's 2012. Uh, okay. To the point where I was reading it up until like five minutes before we sat down. Like I'm sitting here facing this. That way explains with- why I did not receive a text message from you until much. Yes. Usually it's like three 30 and you're like, when are you ready to podcast? I'm ready to go. And yeah. tonight I was like, it's five 30. I haven't, no, I haven't heard from DC. What well, is going again, on? First day of school. We had dinner we kind of decompressed. And then I was like, I read like six or seven comics. And before I was like, I should really, text because there was a moment where i was like is it really thursday i don't remember <laughs> last week apparently i thought thursday was wednesday that was great so. you were like when are you ready to go and i was like uh <laughs> i should have just gone I, with it but i had no idea but yeah anyways right. but yeah no i would uh recommend checking it out it's quite good you know it's again similar to the civil war you're seeing heroes clash with heroes and all these matchups that you may have wanted to see and haven't had the chance to. So I'm enjoying it. I'm going to go back to it as soon as we're done. Very cool. Very so, cool. But no, I think it's totally fine for that podcast to be your piece of positivity for a while. Like I said, you got a lot going on, you know, with the school year starting and the semester starting. So you need something good to focus on. And I'm glad you have that. When did you watch Glow season three? Was that recent? Um. Yeah. Last week or so, last two weeks. And it was good, I assume. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was probably better than season two. Good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I'm watching. Although, the- honestly, I will say from, you know, the wrestling standpoint of it, wrestling was, you know, very much a centerpiece of the first season. And while they are still, you know, ostensibly wrestling um, 
in the show about the it almost way. doesn't matter anymore yeah, in season three that makes sense yeah so if you're going to it for that um that's very de-emphasized all right well i'm glad you're enjoying it i hope you enjoy this podcast we're at episode 188 i think yeah because it's not september yet i think we we are on track to hit our 200th episode right around the time we would normally do the ddt awards and nobody's emailed and said hey we demand the DDT awards. Do not take that away from us. Well, so, that's because we're not doing the DDT awards anymore. I'm just saying. I think if there was a public outcry, maybe we would be convinced to do it. You know, because clearly we're making the list again. Man. I wondered that. I was like, maybe you should rank the horror movies. Like, how does Halloween compare to Gremlins? Which one would you rank higher? I think GQ would rank Halloween higher. Well, that would be a good discussion. Depends on what the criteria were for this list. There we go. At the end of every season, you have a sh- an episode. I'll come do. I'll come facilitate, and you've got to like <laughs> come up with a ranked list of all the shows from that season where they all fit. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that. All right, that sounds well, like a nightmare. I thought. Just thought I'd ask. All right. So yes, thank you for joining us, Doc Manson. Anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to our entire back catalog by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps us keep the lights on and the podcast train uh, chugging. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, have yourselves a fantastic all out slash takeover UK weekend. Won't you be our bestie?